0: Breaking news, breaking news, man. Y'all can catch me December 11th. That's my birthday. I'm going to be on CBS with LL Cool J doing the Christmas tree lighting. <laughs> Shout are out, gonna, Hubu.
1: Are you going to call him Big Ellie?
0: Oh, come on, man. Big, big silly, whatever, man. You, gonna be, I must... you gonna be, What? I'm going gonna to eat be, what?
1: You're going to be eating an apple, watching girls shake it up all night?
0: Uh, apples ain't really my thing. I'm allergic to them. The skin, anyway, it's because all the pesticides they put on it. But I'll be on the side with the diced pineapples.
1: Or, I mean, have you, what about pears? Do you like pears?
0: They're all right.
1: Pears are fire.
0: Yeah, they they cool.
1: You know the truth. We've been the truth. Ain't that the truth?
0: All right. Chop suit combos. We back. Bite. And I got retractions. I'm sorry to the Jewish community why i got i gotta say it i said they run things and control things they don't do nothing i said drake is the king of the jews sorry for that i think they still waiting for their savior i have to say sorry for saying eminem was jewish i read that back in the day i can't find it anymore so someone deleted it
1: we would have known that by now
0: also oh yeah one of my homies wanted to know because he said, hey, you said these people run these companies, so I'm going to say their names. Shout out to these brothers. Michael Linton. He's the chairman of Warner Music Group. He's over 60, a British brother of Jewish descent. Shout out to Rob Strenner.
1: What do you mean to say?
0: Hey, that's what they say.
1: I got a little bit. Jewish
0: means. descent. Hey, that's where they're from. They're Jewish people. They're the land of Israel, you know, the holy ones.
1: But most Shout out
0: shout out Rob Stringer the CEO of Sony Music he's over 60 and british and then shout out the king of all kings Lucian Grange chairman and CEO of Universal who is british and jewish and over 60 so shout out to these british brothers man they run in the music game
1: um most white jews are ashkenazi jews that come from germany
0: Hey, man, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa. I don't want to be involved in none of that stuff he's saying because I ain't going nowhere yet. Sorry to the Jewish community. Shout out, Kyrie Irving. I'm sorry you got suspended, too. You need to apologize before they put you in China, bro. They're not going to let you play in the NBA ever again.
1: Yeah, I heard that documentary was trash anyways.
0: Shout out to Jeff Bezos for making money off that documentary and not getting in trouble because that's what players do.
1: Yeah, he's the one who's actually promoting it.
0: Well, you know, he's doing his thing. He's going to be the future owner of your local football team, the Commanders. Are you excited?
1: Yeah, I actually am. I hope him and Jay-Z become owners. I can imagine an amazing stadium in Washington, D.C. if Jeff Bezos owns it. Um, I feel like if Jay-Z owns it, he'll maybe give us a concert or something. He'll probably make it where Beyonce can pull up more often. You know what I'm saying? He'll, You know what I mean? I just feel like, who have something to do with some of the entertainment there. So yeah, I'm really excited. And I know that's your your squad. That's your first love, the Washington Redskins, formerly known as the Washington Redskins. I have pictures of you. um, You said
0: the Washington Redskins, formerly known as the Washington Redskins, CTE records.
1: No, because your first love is the Washington Redskins. Then I meant to say the commanders, formerly known as the Washington Redskins. I have pictures of you in a jersey with, other people with the jersey on too looking like a gang, like y'all are squatted up. So I know that's your first love. So, you know, shout out to them. And you love Burgundy boys a lot, you know, Arsenal's Burgundy, your burgundy brother.
0: Nah, Arsenal is not Burgundy, it's just that one special edition kit we got. Shout out to that 0506 Arsenal kit, the home joint. If you know it's the greatest kit in PL history, well, but uh you guys first... have an
1: ugly red. I don't like the red of Arsenal, it looks ugly, it's not really that bright
0: uh with the Redskins I'm not a fan anymore I used to like them if I had to say anything was my first love it was basketball but I liked the Redskins more because that was the way I could connect to my dad because he doesn't like basketball he only likes American football he used to be a soccer fan but once he became an American he gave up on that as well so that was the way I could connect with him and watching sports and then I grew up and became my own man, and I don't really care about football like that anymore. Now that I'm 31 going on 32, I have three hobbies, and that's rap music, basketball, and soccer. I don't think at my age I can have more things that I can pay attention to in the obsessed ways that I am as a nerd. So I think basketball, soccer, rap, that's what I can pay attention to and think about football is like fun. I can look at it, watch people get hit, watch people throw, get some cool jukes and catches. And it's fun. But like even a couple of weeks, I haven't really been watching any NFL because basketball's back. But it is nice to see people in the area excited and optimistic, hopeful that their team will be good again. So that is nice. And like you said, keep that stadium in Washington, D.C. Don't bring that monkey shit to Virginia, please.
1: And um, the other owners that are in the running, is uh, they're all from the DMV, supposedly. Um, the owner of the 76ers and the New Jersey Devils, I don't want him to win, to get it, because the Sixers, I've seen them suck badly, and the Jersey Devils ain't shit either. The other owner is the owner of the Sparks and the Dodgers. I would rather have him or Jeff Bezos get it.
0: I don't give a damn who gets it. I know, <laughs> I know. You
1: have to put in so much effort to not care about football and your Redskins. And Nah,
0: bro, you know. I don't even, like, it. hey, I don't even have to put effort in it. I no, just live my life.
1: Nah, the way you say it, it just sounds uh, scripted to me. I know.
0: have to tell the truth. I mean, you can ask anybody. I don't talk to them about that stuff because I don't bring it up because it's not my dimension.
1: Yeah, I know. You don't care. It's cool.
0: But I got something for you. I was listening to Jason Whitlock and I thought you would like this. He said his top 10 running backs uh, and, you know, he said it's not in order, but in some order, Jim Brown, Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, OJ Simpson, Emmitt Smith, Earl Campbell, Eric Dickerson, Adrian Peterson, Marshall Falk and LaDainian Tomlinson. And he was asking people, do they do they think Derrick Henry can get in that top 10 one day? What do you think?
1: No, but he's like right outside of it, but now nah, he can't get in there. He's good, but he's not better than anybody that was mentioned besides Jim Brown. It's like, nah, um, yeah. Um, no, nah, I don't think he can get in there. Um, uh, he's, you know what I mean? Those, those dudes are solidified, but he's, he's in the running sport. He, he's one of the only few that's had, I think he might be the only one with, with six, 200 yard games. Either he's tied with like two people or he has Yeah, he's tied
0: with two other people. It's like OJ Simpson and LaDanian Tomlinson or something.
1: I think I almost think Eddie George was up there for that, but I could be true.
0: Maybe like two or three, but like for six, it's Derrick Henry, OJ Simpson, and I think the other one was either LaDanian Tomlinson or Adrian Peterson. I think that's what they said.
1: Because he definitely can't pass Marshall Falk. He definitely can't pass Adrian Peterson. He definitely can't pass LT. Um, I know y'all love Earl Campbell, and I like Earl Campbell too, but I just feel like he just ran niggas over all day. And I respect him, though. His jersey's one of the best jerseys of all time. And um, he was one of my favorite runners growing up. Um, Jim Brown, you know, you can't say nothing about him. He's like on the Mount Rushmore of Mount Rushmore football. Even though he played in the old days and he's a lacrosse legend as well. Um, you know what I'm saying? OJ.
0: And if you look up his allegations, it's tricky.
1: Yeah, I knew you were gonna bring that up. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, I'm not going against it. His allegations are nasty. I ain't got time. I'm not I ain't,
0: but man. shout out A man. Everybody has but OJ, you know, problems Shout out OJ, man. He tries his best.
1: That nigga, he he played pretty tight. Um Barry Sanders, you know, probably the best one. I mean, I honestly, I'm kind of biased. I think, like, LT or Marshall Falk are the best ones of that group. Um, AP, I think they're, like, better than Emmitt Smith. LT, Marshall Falk, AP. Emmitt Smith was cool, but I don't know. He just, you know, he's he's Andre Miller got a boring game compared to everyone else.
0: Yeah, Marshall Falk, I respect him. He's a legend, but I like running backs that lead the league in rushing. He never did that because he was very good at catching the ball, so I don't rate him as high as some people. But he is special. I like LaDanny and Tomlinson more because he was leading the league in rushing and still getting you ninety, hundred catches. He's the
1: and complete package. He's the most. Yeah, that's hard corner. when you
0: have to do it all. Yeah, he didn't get to play with two Hall of Fame wide receivers and a Hall of Fame quarterback. Well, he kind—I of, guess Philip Rivers will go to the Hall of Fame. And he did play with Drew Brees, but that wasn't the Drew Brees that got juiced up playing indoors. So
1: he, he's definitely the most complete package. Barry is the most swagtastic, flashy. Earl is the most brutal one, and OJ, it's kind of like a little bit of everything too, without the catching. Eric Dickerson is just like a fucking horse. He just glides and fast. Um, I'm surprised he uh, left out Walter Payton. Uh, and, um.
0: You know yeah, he said Walter Payne. I probably forgot to say him.
1: And it's kind of cool to see that the Titans have good running backs in history. They have Eddie George, Chris Johnson, and Derrick Henry. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that is nice. And it also shows that, hey,
1: y'all need, some
0: better, y'all need some better quarterbacks if y'all want a Super Bowl.
1: Also, um, Steve McNair. Earl Campbell's kind of a part of them, too, because he's a part of their history.
0: Yeah, the organization, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so the organization has Earl Campbell, Derrick Henry, Chris Johnson, Eddie George, that's pretty cool.
0: And Eddie George doesn't belong there because he never got a Russian title. He was just big and cool.
1: Yeah, but he played against all the monsters. He like, What's the golden era of running backs?
0: Probably the 2000s, late is, 90s, 2000s. Which
1: is also kind of the golden era of receivers.
0: I don't know man I'm not hey I oh, told yeah. you bro. <laughs> I don't know I forgot, you
1: forgot all you forgot all your football knowledge not that I like,
0: forgot not that right. I forgot I never really researched football that deeply to nah, know about did. Golden you and, did. and I didn't
1: people called you stats you knew stats about yeah all...
0: be, yeah I can I could tell you stats of what happens today I wasn't telling you stats about what happened
1: in the back 80s back then you were well in the 2000s nah. <laughs> You were in the 2000s.
0: yeah exactly I could tell you what happens in that year not the history of the sport right I
1: get what you so you're saying you can only say the 2000s for everything because that's all you know
0: yeah for football for baseball i used to look back but i don't know none of that shit no more soccer and basketball yeah i'm a historian but nah football i don't know shout out uh george brett i'm just naming old baseball players throughout the episode
1: mm, shout out uh reggie jackson and mike piazza tony oliva i see you randy johnson i see you on the nfl sidelines Tony Gwynn, shout out Tony Gwynn. Rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? He was nice. Uh wasn't there a strawberry in the in the MLB?
0: Yeah, Daryl. He loves cocaine and crack, I think, too. Mm, shout out leave, to him. Leave him alone. Le- legend. And
1: All shout right. out to the wizard to the wizard uh guy from St. Louis.
0: Which one?
1: I don't know. They call him the wizard.
0: Oh, uh, okay. He's
1: black. And he was cool. I think he played for like a blue team.
0: <laughs> shout out to the wizard and shout out to uh, the Washington Wizards and Future. He's a wizard too, right? All right. Well, let's get to the sad stuff. Take it away, Jamal.
1: Well, we lost a legendary figure in rap history. Um, a legendary figure in Atlanta's rap history. And it happened in Houston, takeoff. Quavo's young nephew, Offset's cousin, um, you know, passed away in Houston dealing with the fuck ties. Um, sons we of, don't
0: know that. This is all allegations.
1: Sons of uh, music executive legend Jay Prince, who uh, created Rap a Lot Records, um, you know very sad stuff i'm actually pretty upset about this you know what i'm saying like celebrity deaths don't usually and that's not like a just don't give me points or nothing but they don't usually like bother me that much but this one actually bothers me and it has me kind of upset with like what's at the forefront of quote-unquote black culture because we know culture isn't a real thing um but it just kind of sucks that you know like just what's very visible in our culture and how we were talking about Jamaica, how they're banning certain lyrics and imagery. And you were saying that you believe like gangster rap and like porn rap should be more like a underground thing, like how ICP is kind of, you know what I'm saying? Or like how a lot of, there's a lot of metal bands out here that we don't even see, but they still have a thriving community. And it just kind of sucks that like, if you turn on a radio station, that's for all ages, you're going to hear a song about selling drugs and killing and sucking dick and eating pussy and stuff if you watch a black award show you're gonna hear a song about killing people selling drugs sucking dick and eating pussy and i don't know you know but not to get too much off topic but yeah just you know that sucks Takeoff died at 28 just really really sad and i feel really really bad for quavo and offset because you know the Migos weren't really a group so i know it's probably hurting offset bad he probably has the worst thoughts you can imagine. He probably feels like if they were still around, this would have never happened. And all kinds of stuff. You know what I'm saying? They weren't even broken up for a year and this happened. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know Offset's going through it. He probably... When stuff like this happens, sometimes you just start... Your brain starts creating things. You know what I mean? He probably feels like if they were together, this just wouldn't have happened. So just really sad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Quavo grew up with Takeoff his whole life and he had to see him in that state. So I just feel for them you know i mean it's just a really sad thing over nothing so it's really stupid black millionaires we get money and then die at dice games it just doesn't i just don't see this happen anywhere else
0: word yeah it's sad but you know i don't know i guess i'm cold to it but i have to be honest uh you know rappers dying doesn't really affect me unless, I uh, gotta be honest, unless I'm a fan of artists. So the last artist that I was sad at their death was Pop Smoke because I was a big fan of his. Takeoff, he's definitely a legend, a part of the Migos. And, you know, 28, yeah, it's sad, but, you know, it's hip-hop, unfortunately. So it's not like he's going to be the last famous rapper to get killed. he was
1: saying He was one of the more important um, high profile, in my opinion, famous rappers to get killed, not to disrespect any of the other rappers who've died, but some of the other rappers who've died haven't made as much of an impact as Takeoff. Like, I feel like the Migos are, they're like, they're part, like, when I think of like my college life, and I feel like when I get older, and when I think about like my college life and the music that was played, the Migos are g- gonna come to my mind, even though I'm not necessarily a Migo fan, like they're important in like my music that i lived around and stuff and i just felt like when we get older like we would see them perform older and stuff you know what i'm saying like that amigos they're a big group to me like they're important to me even though i'm not a quote-unquote fan so and i was actually for some weird reason this like i'm not trying to be magical or mystical or nothing like that but um I had uh you know like you get the bag and fumble it. I like some I had like t- uh Takeoff's verse like kind of in my head when he kept saying like my bitch move like she Chris Jenner. Like I just you know what I mean like that verse be popping up in my head sometimes like cuz he ripped that joint like so Amigo's like you know what I mean like they're important figures to me so it just sucks like we're not going to see all three of them together again. That's sad.
0: Yep now you wanted to expand and talk about the message you think rap music is getting these black men killed right
1: i don't know that's why i want to talk about it because people say that it seems like it does have an effect which are like it's like a two things could be true type of situation yes rap music is pretty like the mainstream rap music is very negative and i'm sure it has a big influence on the way people behave But at the same time, can we blame rap music if gangs like Crips, Bloods, Gangs, Disciples, Black Disciples, all that shit was out before rap music, pimps and shit, pimping and hoeing and all that shit was out. Like, I'm your pusher. I'm that nigga in the caddy. You know what I'm saying? All that type of shit. That was out before rap. I mean, he was kind of rapping on that, honestly. But um. Yeah, so can we necessarily blame rap music if crime and gangs were predate rap music? That's something I would want to ask somebody like Jason Whitlock, who actually 100% blames rap music. Because I saw his latest episode where he was talking about Kanye West and, and the whole Jewish stuff and takeoff. Well, he was talking about Kyrie and takeoff. It was like an intertwined topics, and I would want to ask him that. Like, what about? all these gangs that have started before rap and pimps and all that shit
0: well i'm sure jason willock will say that all of this is a part of the destruction of the black family so when you have no dads then a rapper is your hero and your father and if a rapper is your hero and your father and talks about nonsense you're gonna be led on the path to nonsense so that's all it is i grew up with the dad and big brothers i knew rap was entertainment so i never wanted to be like a rapper some people didn't have that blessing, so they wanted to be like a rapper. They want to do all the drugs, drive all the cars, have all the fancy stuff, but they don't understand that it's just entertainment. So, I think it's all down to the role models, the parents, the structure of the household, because an entertainer is only as impactful as they can be, as if they don't really have any role model to really look up to. So. That's how I see it. Reason why Snoop Dogg is the way he is is because yeah, he grew up off that black exploitation pimp movies in the seventies, and then the gang banging crap epidemic of the eighties, and then you have gangster rap in the nineties, and of course, and throughout all that too, the deterioration of the black family. So that's what it really is: is that a lot of these brothers and sisters don't have moms and dads to be role models. And then they get misguided. That's how I see it,
1: so you're basically saying rap music doesn't it does probably influence us negatively, but it's um because of the gangs and the pimp shit that happened in the seventies late sixties, seventies, and eighties that birthed like the problematic rap music of today so it's kind of like a chicken and egg thing
0: yeah because why are gangs relevant because these people don't have families they don't have family structures the gang is their family that's all a part of the machine so if i don't have a family and i join a gang and what is a gang built on violence criminality evil so if you pump that up and that's your lifestyle then you're going to start promoting evil and then now everybody thinks g's up hoes down it's not no fun if the homies can't have none and all this stuff now it's cool so that's what happens if you don't have a structure of family morals principles then you're going to promote evil like it's good that's all
1: so basically rap isn't the problem it's more just the societal issues of being black in america that's still always the main cause but yeah rap exactly probably, but but rap, rap used to be helpful, good
0: rap but. used to be yeah rap used to be positive and then it became overwhelmingly in the mainstream negative evil music so it went from rapper's delight and the message to you know put it in your mouth <laughs> so put it in and, your and, mouth yeah and porno rap like uncle Luke, like uncle Luke crying about oh lord it's so hard to get a book in the ghetto shut up nigga
1: I didn't realize Akineli was a uh, Nigerian until I saw the way his name was spelled.
0: Yeah, congratulations. But yeah, Uncle Luke, you're hilarious, bro. He made it seem like it was so hard to find a book in the ghetto. Really? I wish I, Yeah, he said, and I quote, it's quicker to get a gun in the Black community than it is to get a book. That is the problem. Is and that a lie? Guy, no. I i mean my bad yeah yeah i think that's a lie is that a lie yeah.
1: like when they say that teachers say they was never gonna be shit
0: i don't know i've never went to that type of school because i grew up in a you know pretty good environment shout out fairfax county public schools
1: well a teacher told me one time if i'm not if i can't get good at math i should just join the military
0: hey she was keeping it a thousand with you
1: it was a he but true
0: oh shout out to him
1: and that actually motivated me too
0: that's good yeah that's what teachers are supposed to do but now in today's era because everybody's soft and sensitive someone will report that teacher he said i would go to the military (laughs) because
1: i can't do algebra yeah
0: everybody hey i appreciate
1: him for telling me that
0: yeah it's real so because i was like damn
1: like damn like he got this motherfucker kind of got a point i don't want to join the military let me get good at this shit real quick yes
0: that's all it is Rap. The message in a rap, it went from public enemy, fight the power, ladies first, buddy. It was positive messages. I left my wallet in El Segundo story rap. And then it came, bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Lick but, on the nuts and suck the dick.
1: But this is the thing though, that stuff, while it's bad, it's just unbalanced. It shouldn't be the majority. It should be more of a balance, in my opinion. But that's, that's the th- thing. Should, that's what life's should, about. But like. that's
0: the point, though. Is if it's if we know it's negative and it's then it shouldn't exist. There shouldn't. Yeah, there's a balance of good and evil. Whoop de whoop. But if the messaging is negative, then yeah, you're not gonna prosper. It's the same thing that happened to dancehall music when dancehall music took over what reggae music was, and the positivity of reggae music went away. Now look at all dancehall music. There is no Bob Marley type message anymore in their music peter tosh none of that because when the evil permeates and we know evil we like darkness they say that earth is the devil's playground and music is one of his most powerful tools so if you're gonna pump negative shit that's what we're gonna like more than the positive shit we see it
1: was barrington levy uh pumping positive stuff or was he just having fun he
0: was lovers rock he was like an r&b singer he sung for girls and different stuff oh yeah but
1: this the thing though. So white music, I'm just talking about like, you know, music that white people mainly listen to. They have negative music too. It's just they don't pump that shit. Like you don't see like there was a time when like Marilyn Manson and like all those metal groups of the 80s were like kind of popular, but they still have like black metal satanic groups that talk about killing people and taking showers with people's blood and shit and all that kind of crazy shit. They still have that and it doesn't destroy them or bring them down, but obviously it's because they're white, but yeah, and they have
0: better family structures. <laughs> and,
1: and and it goes back to the societal thing that we're talking about. So it's funny how no matter what we say, we can't necessarily compare ourselves to white people or Jewish people because we still face discrimination and have all, and faced it for a long time. It did its mark on us. So
0: what did Tupac say? They telling me it's the white man I should fear, but in my neighborhood, all the black people doing the killing here. Hey man, that's the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it sucks too.
0: Hey man, that's that's what it is. So when gangster rap takes over and evil shit takes over, I had to look at it myself. Who are my favorite rappers and what are their messages? My favorite rapper is future. Most of his messaging is negative. It's evil. I can admit that. He was that.
1: posted with demons.
0: mm mm-hmm. uh, My second favorite artist of all time, Kanye. I can say his overwhelming message is positive. Uh, my, th- my third favorite artist is,
1: yeah, uh, is. Biggie.
0: Is. His overwhelming message was negative. Uh, yeah, my, but he still my has fourth some... favorite. Yeah, wow. you can have some, but like I said, overwhelming message is negative. My fourth favorite artist is Nas. You could say overwhelming, it's positive. And then my fifth favorite artist probably Pusha T and then once again negative. So I, but I can understand, hey, because I listen to that, I don't hear future talking about drug usage like that and say, I want to do it. I hear it and I say, man, I feel bad for him. I feel sorry for him. I hear him say, I was selling crack when Snoop sold uh when Snoop dropped juice and gin. I know he was nine years old. What nine-year-old wants to sell crack? Oh, yeah, he said he grew up in a crack house. All right, I get it. Like I feel sorry for him when I hear that. I don't hear it and say, Yeah, I want to do it too. But that's because I have the foundation to realize, hey, that's his life. I don't have to do that. Not everybody you, has that.
1: Do you think um obviously because like growing up you might see rappers so much and you see all the cars, the jewelry and their lifestyle and women and all that, even the ones like Ludacris, like them just owning stuff. Can you understand why it's easy for kids to wanna be like them um, instead of being like doctors and shit? Of
0: course, because it looks fun and easy. It's the same reason why kids growing up wanted to be the drug dealers and the trappers and the pimps and the players. It looks easy and it looks fun. We don't like hard work. We don't like reading. We don't like learning.
1: We don't like studying?
0: Yeah, so that's why... Are you going to retract
1: this next week?
0: That's why, nah. But that's why the number one mode is entertainment. That's why, if you look at it, I had to realize the difference between the Asian community, other communities, is that they just want their average to be at an upper echelon, while certain communities, like the Black community, not everybody, but some people... They just want to highlight the anomalies and then not the average. Right. Like yeah, like yeah, it is cool that like I I've been saying it and I've told you, that, yeah, it's it's cute, it's beautiful that the famous people in the world are black, but yeah, the still the most oppressed people are black. The average black person is not Jay Z, Oprah, Michael Jordan. So that shouldn't be the example. The example should be someone
1: who like- owns who runs NASA
0: yes well not even that that's the government well yeah you could yeah someone getting the elon musk yeah
1: elon or creates fucking well
0: elon musk you know that's he's a colonizer i don't count that
1: or like somebody who fucking created facebook or like you know what i'm saying yeah
0: someone like that or someone like bob johnson that made bet or something like that there's a lot of black creative people that hey i've built a company and then i power a lot of people it doesn't always have well that even BET that's entertainment, but I think that's what we should be looking at. That's why even Biggie had the line in the hood: "All you, either you sell crack or you got a wicked jump shot." Cameron had an album called "Sports, Drugs, or Entertainment" because that's Woo! all that's all they that's all they seem like they want people to focus on in the hood: that either you're gonna become a criminal, you're gonna be an athlete, or you're gonna be an entertainer, a musician, or something. So that seems to be what their view is. But me, I didn't grow up in that community. I'm from Alexandria, Buck Monroe, Janet Lee. I wanted to be a journalist when I was seven. That's all I ever wanted to be. I'm 31. I'm a journalist. But that's because I grew up with a dad and a mom. And my dad told me to read newspapers because I was having too much fun watching TV. If I didn't have that, who knows where I'd be. So that's why I don't take it for granted that I have a dad and brothers and stuff like that. Cause I know a lot of people that don't have it. And I could see that, yeah, that's why they were led astray in certain situations. And then even there are people that grew up in good families, but still peer pressure. They want to be down. They want like Jay be, Prince Jr. They did Well, allegations. I'm not going to talk about. I'm things. not saying that. Know. I'm not saying gotta anybody gotta go to did. Court.
1: Any, I'm not saying anybody did anything in regards to like the takeoff thing. I'm just saying in general, like Jay Prince.
0: Hey, yeah. yeah, maybe but
1: real hey, romeo ain't doing that shit
0: yeah because his dad
1: said his dad is hey, as gangster as but jay but prince what was.
0: but what's the difference the difference is masterpiece said little boy you're gonna go to work you're gonna be an entertainer the difference oh
1: yeah true jay
0: prince jr didn't have to be an entertainer his dad didn't want him to be a mascot so hey got now it seems a like a different he's, life
1: and now it seems like he wants to still like kind of have that notoriety of like that lifestyle seemingly yeah. from the outside i don't know anything but just seems a little negative that direction
0: yeah but hey this is how i look at it man a uh, shout out to all the people out there trying to change their life for the better i see that i'm not gonna blame rap music for uh people dying but i'll say that yeah it intensifies things because uh chuck d once said that hip-hop is the journalism is the CNN of a music basically how you talk about what happens to your community you're informing it so now they're using it the same way like oh i have an op. i'm gonna say i'm smoking on this i'm smoking on that we're gonna kill you 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 all your friends i don't listen to that type of rap
1: yeah, because i'm know. like it, i don't you listen to future
0: But yeah, who who does he say he's smoking on? Who does he? It's not like I've heard. uh,
1: He don't say certain people, but he talks about people getting their tongues cut off and. Oh yeah, get wet. Yeah, I like that. That's riding around with the chopper like a Pakistan. Yeah,
0: Yeah, put a tracker on him. Yeah, I like that. I like gangster rap. I like gangster movies. I like Pusha T and Future's gangster. Those are like the only gangster rappers I could say I listen to. Other than that, I listen to currency baby face ray talks a little street stuff but I listen to a gangster ready gibbs yeah but i don't like his new album as much i listened to it a couple times it was cool but yeah, it's not in my rotation dang, you don't <laughs> like it because
1: i like it dang
0: see how nah. I, that's what
1: dan does guys whenever i like something that he likes he he doesn't like it anymore nah it's just that Jamal he doesn't want us I, to relate he doesn't want us Jamal to and i
0: don't have similar tastes I yeah don't he, know-
1: he he doesn't want to, jamal, relate
0: to me. jamal wants to be down with me so bad i don't know why it's never been like this <laughs> he never wants to relate
1: to me why don't you ever want to relate to me how come we can't <laughs> share a liking for stuff you always got to run away what's what's up with that
0: uh we, we're not the same we have different ways of viewing things
1: i like mac hominy a lot that's good so we both like that yep so he's not gonna like him anymore watch the next thing he drops
0: yeah, maybe. We'll see. Depends on how he <laughs> does with his album. It has nothing to do with Six. Because unlike him, I do not like things to appease other people. I, I don't like it either. because
1: for me. Yeah, whatever. That's
0: why
1: I <laughs> have a peanut head.
0: Yeah, see? And everybody notices, too. They know you're jealous of me. They know that I'm cute <laughs> in the streets. they like, dang, how come he, How come he's always hating on them? Like, hey, man, that's Six. If you guys know Six, he's been like this forever, bruh. He's jealous of me. He knows I look good.
1: You be hating, too. You just Ooh. don't do it on here.
0: I, he just I doesn't do that. it on
1: here. He be hating. Hey, I got nothing to hate on, man. He's the king of haters. I, he knows how to up. hate
0: good. I grew up. I've said it all. I used to hate on Jay-Z, Drake, Kobe. LeBron. Yeah, Kobe. I used to hate on all the legends. Tupac. Yeah, Tupac. Shout out Machiavelli to Don. think I he hated hate on with the king, one. too. Oh, no, that's my brother that's my brother we got the same mustache
1: you're always a malcolm x boy
0: nah dr king's the greatest american of all time i wanted a nobel peace prize as a kid because of dr king that's my homie i went to dr king's church and his house as a kid in atlanta that's my big dog
1: no he's a
0: role. he's a role model not a rapper that's who niggas should be looking up to not no fucking rapper that's how i grew up that's why i never gave a damn about the flashy shiny things you can see me bro i'm relaxed i'm not a flashy guy because i know who i am and i don't need material items to pump me up because i'm, I'm not, already a big dog i'm not necessarily, that's
1: how it is i'm not really a flashy guy but i i wouldn't mind having like a you know what i mean a dope ass like cars and stuff like i that. get it it's a recruiting nice, tool nice house no nah, just for me nigga. i like gadgets and shit
0: whoa gadgets i've never that's heard you say that word in my life son
1: that's what cars are to me yeah look
0: at it It look you started glitching because it's cat no
1: nah, that was just funny that you never heard me say the word gadget
0: because <laughs> well, hey, that's not in your vernacular
1: yes it is man i love i love cars and i like you know just nice stuff there's nothing wrong with that talking low why you start
0: talking low speak up son ain't nothing
1: wrong with that that's not necessarily just like a rap thing. A lot well, of
0: like Why are you still talking low like that? A lot of a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people like nice stuff. So. All right, bass. <laughs> Kanye is my
1: son, so don't mess with my kids.
0: Ooh, dang. Uh,
1: <laughs> he's a false prophet," said Cameron Jow. All right,
0: so you know. Speaking of Mace, Kanye, they legends. Migos, they legends. Rest in peace, take off. Maybe I sounded cold earlier, but hey, man, I'm No, nah, you're just being honest.
1: You know, I, I grew so- up,
0: I've, I've been used to death too much. I grew up, bruh, we from the 90s, man. From Oklahoma City bombing to Columbine. I used to, one time we had to leave my elementary school because they said the D.C. sniper was down the street. So I don't know, I'm just... I don't know. I'm just used to 9-11, Virginia
1: Virginia Tech.
0: Yeah, even going to school in Norfolk. You know a lot of stuff we've been through down there. A lot of people we know that got, you know, lost their life and got messed up, so I don't know. I'm kind of cold to it. It's bad, though. It shouldn't be like that.
1: Yeah, it's fucked up. I wonder if white people are ever going to have destructive rap music.
0: No, nah, because well, their destructive rap music is just like Eminem saying he uses drugs. But you know, God bless Eminem; he was able to kick his addiction and change his life. And ICP, uh, yeah. Well, I don't listen to them, so I don't. I don't fuck ICP.
1: Catalog. Buy my CD.
0: All right. So you wanted to figure out what makes someone a legend in the twenty-first century. Why are you focusing on this century? Is it because this is the one you have most the most knowledge about in the music game? Since 21st. you got to see it
1: come up, twenty first century. That's the year two. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, are you? <laughs> no, nah, I've already. I, I, I know now, uh, but um, nah, because it'd be throwing me off. Because when Daffy Duck used to say he was in the twenty first century, they had like they flying, didn't teach
0: you this at VCU. They
1: had flying cars and shit. Um. <laughs> No, nah, because it's just I want to. I was just wondering since the year two thousand, like you said, from what I can remember, the most I was just wondering what makes certain people like a uh, solidified legend, like how you earlier mentioned, uh, Migos, their legends, Kanye is a legend, Future is a legend. I was just wondering because Travis Scott, to me, anyone can argue that he's a legend, but I feel like his legendary status. I feel like it's kind of like under Migos and under Future and even Rick Ross. But so he's I just bigger
0: than all of them. They ever
1: was. Oh yeah, you're right. He has been <laughs> in Jordans.
0: Yeah, they, He's bigger than all of them combined than they ever was.
1: And it's disrespectful for me to even question his legendary status. Is Travis Scott like he's, he's yeah big? big. Even think, though
0: he's even though he's a creator rapper, he's still legendary.
1: True, and I guess you're obviously talking about things outside of music because things outside of music is what solidifies it too. Because that's I mean, why you get that stuff is because of your music, though, too.
0: So, yeah, it goes hand in hand. But what makes someone a legend in music make a lot of hits? That's it. If you have a lot of popular songs by proxy, you're a legend. If you made a lot of money for your record label, you have a lot of successful albums, then you're a legend.
1: But that's why.
0: But that's, but that's the difference. That's why being relevant and making money, it is kind of a part of becoming a legend because outside of that, then you just got to hope that you were the best in your lane, like MF Doom, just making good music for your corner. And then you became influential and inspired other people. That's another way to be legendary because you're influential. But to be influential, you had to make great music and maybe, It wasn't going gold or platinum, but in the underground, it was doing stupid numbers, like Larry June says, numbers. He doesn't go gold or platinum, but for that realm, he does very well. That's why he can have merch that sells out fast and go and do shows around the country, because he's doing numbers in his realm. Currency, the same thing. He's doing numbers in his realm. Griselda, the same thing. So to be a legend, you got to have a fan base, you gotta have successful songs, successful albums, and yeah, connect with people. That's the how you become a legend.
1: But I feel like someone, like if we were to do a poll amongst rap fans, I feel like I, I maybe, I mean, I just feel like this. I feel like there's more diehard Rick Ross fans than there are travis scott fans
0: yeah because they're older that's it that's the only difference a diehard rick ross fan is probably 35 plus so no i think maybe
1: or 30 plus but i feel like even if you ask the young younger like generation i don't even think that they are as big of a fan as people from our generation are of rappers
0: uh well maybe so and that's good because that's idolatry yeah fandom is cool but then it becomes weird now you're crying (laughs) because you see a celebrity what the fuck is that
1: yeah it is it's
0: weird shout out (laughs) shout out the uh what's my man's name benny the butcher that he said male groupies are the weirdest that it is weird i never want to be a male groupie never that's why i can respect someone as an artist but hey just because I like your music don't mean I got to geek up. But when I see you start sweating, that's weirdo shit. I don't know. I'm never going to let a stranger have that much control over me. That's Are you allowed to stuff. tell
1: them, like, yo, I fuck with this song that you made?
0: I mean, if you want to say that, I wouldn't even care to say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you're like, telling
1: them, like, yo, man, I, you you killed this one joint. Like, you did your thing on that joint. I fuck with that joint. I listen to it a lot.
0: Yeah i guess he'll say thank you and then move on is he gonna remember <laughs> that in 10 minutes the fuck is that
1: does it matter if they remember in 10 minutes what if it's just like yo i listen to this song a lot i think you and killed I wanna it. I
0: want to tell you i guess yeah. i don't know is that I bad
1: know. is that uncool
0: yeah, yeah it seems kind of goofy cool. i don't know it feels weird that's like i don't know man it's like like even me and you you remember when we was in miami you was like, oh, Kyle O'Quinn's over there. I was like, yeah, so I don't <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, I, I didn't him. say Kyle Quinn was over there. Yeah,
0: you're like, oh, go talk to me. Yeah, you
1: were excited. Woo! No, I was, I was just happy. like, hey, that's Kyle O'Quinn. Quinn. Look. And I was like, yeah, that's we went cool. to school with him. Like it was it's, yeah. no disrespect, but it's just Kyle Quinn. Yeah, you know? and I you was like, go
0: talk to him. And I was like,
1: nah, I'm all right, bro. No, nah, I didn't say go talk to him. <laughs> Yeah,
0: you did.
1: But I did, I did. tell Adrian Broner I fucked with his uh panda remix. Yeah,
0: that's nice. See, I wouldn't doing it. Yeah, I bet you did. But But he's not a rapper,
1: though, so that's why I told him.
0: Man, yeah, that's cool. But you were in the elevator with him, too, so you're just trying to make small talk, not trying to be awkward. I get it.
1: Yeah, and it was just more like if you and are going rac- to-
0: And that was your guy, too. Like, at that time, you, you really liked because he was on the come up at that time, right? Nah, he
1: was, nah he was never He was Or he was on the way down? Nah, he just was never my guy like that in boxing. I thought that,
0: I thought that was your brother. You nah,
1: I thought,
0: I, I thought I, you nah. liked him being from Ohio and all that swag with his nah, dad?
1: Nah, I've always been a like Floyd Mayweather, period. I wasn't going to like his underling like that, even though I like Javante Davis, but no, nah, I was never really- a So Bronner. you do
0: like his underlings?
1: Yeah, Javante Davis is a dope uh boxer I like his i like his style but I was never really a broner fan like that I never really got his boxing hype but that was just my way of telling him if you're gonna keep trying to rap <laughs> do it like by? this do it like this rap like, like
0: designer
1: we just do it like that just you did, <laughs> you did good on that one like keep that one keep doing that one it was designer, was almost, I hope it was almost you're okay, like advice.
0: Brother. I hope you're okay designer sorry I didn't I didn't watch that video of you crying in your phone, but uh, I hope you're all right, bruh.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch it either. But it was almost like advice. Like, yeah, you killed that joint. Like, do that. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to try to rap.
0: You think you listened
1: to that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I, don't, I didn't think about it like that.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I didn't feel, I didn't milk, didn't feel
1: um, less cool either. And I didn't feel like a groupie. Yeah,
0: like when I see Tyler, the creator, around Pharrell, Earlier, you can see his groupie stuff, but now you can see he's getting kind of normal. Like when I saw the video of uh Pusha T geeking over Allen Iverson, I was like, "That's nasty." And I
1: That's think what, I honestly that was think gross
0: when I saw him shrieking like a little girl because Allen Iverson signed something for him. I was like, I lost almost a little bit of respect for Pusha T. I
1: honestly believe that although they might not care about it in ten minutes, I do think that they appreciate when people appreciate their work that they've done. I don't think people are that like just cool where they're just like some of them are like michael jordan probably but i don't think it's that bad to tell an artist like yeah like you i like this album was dope to me shout out
0: to uh i know some homies that met uh casino at the mall before and they said they yelled out casino ex drug deal and he gave him a smile and, and salute so that's nice
1: or like um if I was to like meet Michael Vick, I would probably tell him, Yeah, yo, you were my favorite football player.
0: Yeah, I see, if that. I see Michael Vick, I just look at wasted potential. See, <laughs> that's why I'm sick. That's why, I'm yeah, sick. and I'm
1: and I'm supposed to be the hater.
0: Yeah, I'm sick. That's why I said, Yeah, I'll like it, come up, but hey, uh, Michael Vick, that's what I'll say when I see it. I'm like, Dang, could have been records,
1: even though, even though, um, I didn't say a word to Alan Iverson because I didn't want him to diss me.
0: He was gonna pass out, man.
1: But um, there's nothing. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with Pusha T being excited that Allen Iverson signed something for him.
0: Yeah, that's nasty. Grow, pull nothing. your pants up, son. There's
1: nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah, that was nasty, Pusha T. <laughs> you lucky you're a good rapper, man, and you lucky you beat Drake in that battle.
1: Okay, so is Lil Uzi a legend?
0: Yeah, he has a lot of hit songs.
1: Is Jim Jones a legend.
0: Yep, he has a lot of hit songs. A part of a famous rap group.
1: Is Chingy a legend?
0: Nope, not enough hits. Not a part of a legendary rap group.
1: So Jim Jones has more hits than Chingy out solo.
0: Yeah, just by being a Dipset member. All you need is we fly high, man. That's it. But Chingy has one
1: third. Chinky yeah. has right there and Pulling Me Back.
0: Hey, both nice songs, but they're not as powerful as We Fly High. And
1: he has, has one call away.
0: Yeah, that's probably his best song. That age the best. Shout out Jason Weaver on the hook.
1: Hmm. Is... Um... Damn, I'm trying to think of some other people. Jim
0: Jones is also a legend because he's a reality TV star, loving hip hop. People know his mom, his girl. He's done a lot. He's on every Smack DVD. I've seen him with Blade Icewood. I've seen him with Paul Wall. He's everywhere.
1: Is Paul Wall a legend?
0: Yeah, for Southern rap legend, that's how they'll say it. Because <laughs> if you're not a Southern rap fan, you probably don't respect his catalog. That's when it gets to regional. Like, Mac is Dre is a Bay Area. No, is B- a legend? No, like Mac Dre is a Bay Area rap legend. If you like Bay Area rap, then he's a legend to you. But in the overall rap history, he's not popular enough to be considered a legend by other areas. So,
1: what about Big Sean?
0: Yeah, he's a legend. He has a lot of hits.
1: Kid Cudi, obviously.
0: Yeah, he has a lot of hits. If you, if you, while yeah, he is a legend. He has a lot of hits. If you've lasted over 10 years in rap, you're a legend. And not not just 10 years. If you've lasted 10 years of rap in the mainstream and consistently produced, you're a legend. Wale is the only thing you can think about with DMV rap in the mainstream. He's a legend.
1: Is Lil Yachty a legend?
0: No. Well, you I guess for the SoundCloud kids, they'll say, yeah, but not for me as an adult.
1: Was Young Dolph a legend before he died?
0: Yeah, if you like trap music, yeah, I would say so. If you like Memphis rap, then he was a legend for sure.
1: Yo, God, he's a legend, right?
0: Hell yeah, he has a what lot about, of hits.
1: What about Kevin Gates?
0: Uh, Yeah, I would say for Baton Rouge rap, Louisiana rap, yeah, he is a legend. Hell yeah, he he, he produced a lot of he. He I feel like he's responsible for creating the new Baton Rouge rap scene when Boosie and those brothers, you know, their era ended. It's like Kevin Gates brought woke it back up, and then you got NBA Youngboy and all the other people. But yeah, he is a legend.
1: What about City Girls?
0: No, not enough hits.
1: Meg the stallion. Nope. Cardi B. Uh,
0: nope. Well Cardi,
1: sh- Cardi B is uh, not a legend, but Uzi's a legend
0: uh that's what i was about to say well uh cardi b has a classic album and she has a great personality so she probably is a legend just off that one album but that one album is so powerful yeah she's a legend off one album like there are le- people that are legends off one solo album so yeah she's one too trick daddy yeah for southern rap for sure plies for Southern rap, if you like Florida rap, yeah, he is a legend to you. I wouldn't say, like, for me, for my catalog, Plies isn't a legend, but I know people that would say he is because they've been cranking his music for a long time.
1: Is the baby a
0: legend? No, he didn't Too last. Early. He didn't last. He's done. He's, he's done. done. Yeah, he's done. Sure? It's over. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, he's done. He alienated the gay community. He dissed Rock Nation. He's cooked. Currency. Yeah,
1: he, he's a legend. Wiz is obviously a legend.
0: Yeah. All right. We get the gist of it. Thanks. No, I'm
1: just wondering. I'm just trying to just figure it out. Like, you know what I'm saying? All I'm not,
0: right. Keep going. Figure it You haven't figured it out yet?
1: I mean, some of them. I mean, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think somebody you said no to and compare them to like a Kevin Gates or Uzi. I almost had you when you said Cardi wasn't a legend because I feel like. If Uzi's a legend, Cardi's a legend.
0: Well, Uzi has more music that people like. She has one album. That's what I
1: feel like about Rick Ross in comparison to Travis Scott.
0: Eh, But Rick Ross, that's the difference, though. Like I said, Cardi B's one album is more powerful than a lot of people's discography. Like Rick Ross, a lot of rappers don't have an album as strong as hers.
1: I don't think her uh, one album is more powerful than Rick Ross's discography.
0: Yeah, because he has good albums and mixtapes. But, like, for me, her album is more powerful than discography. I would agree. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: Is it more powerful than Trick Daddy's Thug albums?
0: Yeah, for me, yeah.
1: Well, that yellow is
0: stronger than anything he has.
1: I don't know, baby, because I'm a thug. Be cranking to people.
0: It is nice, but it ain't no... And white people
1: love Let's Go, but they only like the Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah,
0: that's it. All right, we know the tricks.
1: Yeah, I guess it's it's done now. I was just trying to think of some more. So is Royce the 5'9 a legend?
0: I think for Michigan people and people that like lyricism, he is.
1: All right, fuck regionals. Is he a legend?
0: I don't know enough about his catalog. That's what I'm saying. That's why people have to realize... When you try to rank and list things, you got to be honest. Have I listened to every Royster 5 9 album? No, I never listened to a Royster 5 9 album. I listened to like a couple of his bar exam mixtapes in high school because I saw them on Two Dope Boys. They were pretty cool, but nothing that I can still remember today. So all right, last qualified to rank Royster 5 9.
1: Last two, I'm going to say Max B and Joe Budden. Are they legends?
0: Yeah. Shout out uh, to Amalgam Digital. They were all signed to them. Max B, Joe Budden, and Currency. Internet
1: Kings. Schoolboy Q, last one.
0: Nah, not for me, but I'm sure he is for the the West YG. This is really the
1: last one. YG.
0: Yeah, he's a legend. Okay. Hell yeah. (laughs) From Tooted and Booted to, you know, other things. My nigga, you know, yeah. Still Brazy album's great.
1: All right, really the last one for real. Kodak Black
0: uh not yet but he probably well yeah i guess so yeah because if uzi's a legend yeah that 20 out of that 2015 group him and uzi are the best uh the people that like because they were the same freshman double XL freshman class like yeah they're the two best from that
1: too i thought 21 was in that
0: they're the best
1: 21 uzi yadi um i think i think they're
0: better than him 21 is cool but i don't I don't think he's as good as them, or creative, or versatile as them. Straight up,
1: on God. Straight oh, yeah. up, 21.
0: Might as well go right into it. The album is dropped in tonight, in a few minutes. Her loss, 21 Savage, Drake. If you guys aren't aware, they've been doing funny rollouts. It's like their rollout is making fun of rollouts. So they had a fake, uh, not fake, because... They paid for all of these things because this is Drake's rollout. You already know. Just like you can tell that Drake named his album with Future, What a Time to Be Alive. He named this album Her Lost, and you can tell this rollout is his idea too. So they did a little fake magazine with Vogue. They did a fake interview with Howard Stern. They they acted like they did the Tiny Desk with NPR. So it seems like they're just having fun making fun of artists for doing rollouts. How do you feel about that? Do you think rollouts are useless?
1: Um, no. When you, not everybody's Drake and can just drop an album and just it does well all the time. So it's funny that the best person in music's making fun of everybody else. I like that kind of
0: Yeah, that's cool and it's nice that 21 can be along for the ride because it was funny. I I kind of I don't know I kind of felt like something was weird when I saw the vote cover and then I saw the tagline of 21 saying you have to be political. And I was like, huh, would 21 Savage say that? I don't know. Are you mentally
1: prepared for everybody to say that this is better than anything Drake and Future put out?
0: I think it will be better than anything Drake or Future ever did, or the album anyways. I think it should be better than what a time to be alive because they did it more than six days. Yeah. You can tell they really cared. They took time. Even them doing a rollout together. They didn't like, you can tell they're even going to have music videos and stuff. There was no music video for what a time to be alive. That was just something they did for fun and then went on with their lives. Drake, you can tell he is going to really make sure he works this record. Like right now he's live on his radio station uh, playing the album, I think Twenty One is with them, so he's gonna really roll this joint out. Even the cover art, like that girl, uh they said she's a stripper in Houston, half Japanese, half black joint. You know Drake loves Houston and strippers, and they said that picture is three years old, but that picture does look cool. On the back, he got some Bay Area shorties, you know. So you know he's setting the vibe.
1: What's her name for research purposes?
0: I forgot Suki Baby or something like that. Yeah, shout out to her. But her um, name is
1: Q Yasaka, who goes by Suki Baby on social media.
0: Yeah, you like those type of remixes, right? Allegedly,
1: I like black women. Whoa, in <laughs> and all women.
0: Whoa, I just saw a black man in dreads with a cowboy hat. Salute to you, brother.
1: I've never uh, dated a white girl in my life. Nothing against white women or nothing, but, you
0: know. Whoa, all right, Dr. Umar. Now, this track list, 16 songs. uh, Do you think there'll be any features on it? Yes. I think there will be, 2 I've been reading that Yachty is a feature, so that's nice. Salute to Yachty for bossing himself up from being a little play-play rapper to now being a big dog, so that's cool he took the walk to Poland. i don't even think we ever talk about that song
1: i like the way yadi's career has gone
0: yeah man you keep he keep pushing now let's let, let's break down the track list real quick rich flex major distribution they're talking about music right uh yep on bs back outside boys privileged rappers spin about you hours in silence treacherous twins (laughs) you think they're gonna
1: spin about you spinning about a woman
0: yeah definitely and i think i hope treacherous twins is 21 and nudie together i hope it's not drake being a treacherous twin that would be really
1: cool (laughs) if nudie's on this joint this album gonna be real tight if he's
0: on this yeah but you know it might be a solo song like all right i'll let you brothers rap and i'll go away
1: i hope pierre's on this somehow
0: Sir, uh circle local, pussy and millions broke boys that's my theme song Uh middle of the ocean jumbotron shit popping someone said that RFK, nep- rxk nephew would have killed that song
1: do you think that <laughs> being a future um obsessed person do you think middle of the ocean was influenced by him
0: no nah, I think oh. they're gonna put some dead bodies in the middle of the ocean futures pain was deeper than the ocean there's a difference uh, more M's, 3 a.m. in Glenwood, and then I guess it's fuck me. And yeah, I don't know, man. I wouldn't say I was future obsessed, but he's my favorite artist. So, you know, that's how I look at music. Mm-hmm. But uh, are you excited for this? How would you grade your. Uh, is this the first album you're listening to tomorrow when you go to work or whatever you do?
1: Yeah, and I actually am pretty excited. It feels like how rap used to feel when I was in college, like moments. This feels like it's going to be a moment. It feels like they're going to give us some party jams. Like I feel like 21 and future are all, I mean, uh, 21 and Drake are fun. Like it's just all fun to me, the music that they make. So I'm excited. It seems like it's going to be a really fun album. And we'll talk about it later, but I did listen to Kodak's joint. I want to know what you think about it later, but you can tell me another day.
0: Yeah, next week. Next week, we'll review Kodak. Um, who else dropped? Lancey Foe and Drake in 21. Because I haven't listened to none of the new
1: music. Oh, wow. I listened to Lancey Foe and, to- and Kodak.
0: I've just been listening to old music recently. So, yeah, I haven't been listening to nothing new. Next week, I will definitely be hey, reading sound like those. me. Yeah, because, you know, I wasn't really... I'm not running to no Kodak Black Compilation. Right. Lancey, lancy you my man but i don't know i just that like i said even if it's people i like that track list over 22 songs <laughs> yeah, i'll take it i'll take my time to get there
1: oh i thought you didn't like it because he was living in hell
0: nah I, he's been like that if you ever listen to Lancey foe he's been doing that type of stuff mm. so i don't worry about that but yeah i'm looking forward to the album too like you said this is the first blockbuster album we've had in a while um there haven't been event projects I thought in a while I thought collab projects were dead in the mainstream but hey
1: because 20 because uh Lil Baby and Dirk didn't they didn't you know
0: well yeah I'm not a fan of either so maybe they did do it but it's just not for my taste so that's why like I say I can objectively be like, all right, like even most of the people you asked me, are they a legend or not? I'm not a fan of most of them, but I'm just trying to look at their career and what have I seen them do. Like, even now that I'm thinking about it, plies, I gotta say he's a legend. He made Goon popular.
1: Who do you think you're a fan of that's not a legend?
0: Uh, Baby Face Ray. Well, maybe I guess they'll say he's a Detroit rap legend, but yeah, he ain't a legend in the grand scheme of things. I'll say uh, payroll Giovanni,
1: Devin the dude, legend?
0: Say, yeah, for Houston.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I'm saying, I think every rapper that I do like, quote unquote, is a legend because I'm trying to think what's the new rapper that I like. Uh, is Dom
1: Kennedy a legend?
0: Hell yeah, a decade plus. You have to. I don't know. Yeah, he is. He's
1: a legend for me, but he's a I legend for know. his.
0: Air- He's a legend for his um, generation.
1: I don't know, man. Two thousand tens. I don't know if Dom makes the legend list. And I love Dom Kennedy. I've been bumping the Yellow album all weekend. I was bumping it every night of last weekend. I don't know why it just happened. And I I just remember like, yo, I used to fuck with this album so hard.
0: Yeah, that album is a classic. That album is powerful. That one twenty
1: five is my shit. That's probably my favorite song.
0: Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That album is powerful that people still look for the yellow album, Don Kennedy. He's still like, oh, man, he's never been as good as that. That makes you a legend. If you have an album that sticks to people a decade later, that's a legend. That's why, he I, had, always, that's why I always ask you and uh, say, what's the best Larry June project? What's going to stick to people a decade later? That's what he, I'm trying to talk he about. He had
1: Ross, Kendrick, Freddie Gibbs, too short on the joint.
0: Yeah, and from the West Side with Love Volume Two is a classic. That's the reason why he yeah, could get everybody that, on the Yellow Album. That's the reason why he could get everybody on the Yellow Albums because from the West Side with Love Two was powerful. That he is a legend.
1: That joint's definitely class- that's probably to me his best one. But I do like the Yellow Album a lot.
0: So yeah, that's why I ask, hey, what's this person's best project? Because that's your legacy, your albums, your projects. So your that's magnum another- opus. So next week, that's another topic we can have, too. How many classic albums do certain artists have? Because I've been trying to think about it. And I've been trying to figure it out. Because Jay-Z, you know, he said he has six classic albums. And Hmm. let me try to see if I can find the six. Um, Blueprint,
1: Black Album, American Gangster. That's three. Reasonable doubt, that's four. To me, volume one is a classic. That's five. I guess the one with money cash holes is a classic. That's six.
0: He said uh Reasonable Doubt Blueprint 444. Uh Volume Two Black Album and American Gangster. And I think he said Watch the Throne too, so seven.
1: Yeah, you can take <laughs> six out solo
0: albums and in one.
1: You can take out four, four, four and um put in volume one and for um,
0: me he has two classic albums as a solo artist (laughs) reasonable doubt and blueprint and then i'll give him a watch the throne
1: (sighs) whatever jabroni
0: so yeah i'm harder i'm harder on criticism like yeah i'm not giving volume
1: one is a classic black Eye classic volume one isn't a classic yes it's a good album Black album's a classic, and American is a classic. See, I, fucking yellow album is a classic. Than those are too.
0: Nah, it's better. Yellow album's better than Volume One and <laughs> Black Album.
1: I don't know about better. It than is. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not.
0: It's better. Volume uh, Volume One has a couple skips. The yellow album has zero skips. I don't um, want to hear that Sauce Money song. I don't want to hear. I know what girls like. That's why that album isn't a classic. He said, "Yeah, I geeked it with a couple of tracks. If I took off two, three, maybe four songs, that is a classic. But he, that's why it's not a classic.
1: We don't love these hoes. That song, yeah, I like yeah. that song.
0: Yeah, I know that's your sensibility. Yeah, it's mine.
1: City of Mind, you can kind of skip that too.
0: Yeah, I'm playing that.
1: But, but Imaginary player, Streets is watching, friend and foe, lucky me, who you with." Real niggas do real things. I don't
0: like that friend or foe beat as much. Shout out DJ Premier. I don't like that beat as much. Oh, no,
1: that's, that's a second the second one. Yeah, is, oh, no, that's the first one.
0: Yeah, the second one.
1: I love like that some,
0: one. Sound like a Sanford and Sunday.
1: <laughs> I like that joint.
0: You know yeah, you I know, know you do. That's what I'm saying. A gun in that's your face that's
1: all you can come up with?
0: That's why I say you and I don't have the same taste in music, see? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Where I'm from and You Must Love Me is amazing, so.
0: Yeah, that's cute. But that's what I'm saying, so that's why I look at it like, like, I'll give you like Black album if you wanted to sell it as a classic. I could see that because of, you know, he rolled out his fake retirement. He had the movie with it. He had the mixtape that's Dot Carter joined. And he right? has threats.
1: Say, and he has threats on it.
0: Yeah, I don't care about that song. But that song is cool. Shout out the Ninth Wonder on that beat. That's a nice chop of a R. Kelly beat.
1: Am I frightening you? That's what he asked then, us. If he was frightening us.
0: So that's why. All right. So, okay. If you want to say Black Album. All right. So Jay-Z has four classics including uh, what's that? Watch the Throne, I would say.
1: Volume 3, then, did that one suck?
0: It's pretty good, but nothing special. It's like Volume 1, a lot of good rapping, but eh. It has big pimping on it.
1: And you don't think American Gangs is a classic?
0: Nah.
1: Oh, cow.
0: Because this is how I look at it. I look Oh, at because it, he was
1: he needed an excuse to rap about drums.
0: Nah, nah, I look at it, I look at a classic as the music and the moment in time. Oh what did God. it capture? That's how I got to look at it. Are because you yeah, because Jinx
1: is a classic, dude. What are you talking about? Like, what, the, what is all It's all classic. that moment in time shit it's you're not talking about.
0: It's a classic. It's, I'm trying to talk about, like, all right, for example. You're not talking I about said, the quality
1: of the music right now, basically. I yeah. Guess
0: yeah because it has to be what did because jay-z a jay-z classic album shut shit down american gangster didn't shut shit down oh you're a, talking about like white very, people it was a numbers. not it was a very good album for an old man that's what it was it was like oh jay-z's still good you're talking about that's white people
1: like billboard magazine and nah. stuff. I it. yeah I, nah. it. I know you because you know you care about what
0: the whites like a lot yeah if you Why let I me speak, speak, I could articulate it. Like, all right, Future, for example.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Streets Calling is a classic tape. Monster is a classic tape. But I wouldn't call Beast Motor 56 Nights classic tapes because they dropped too close to each other. They were <laughs> colliding against each other. DS2 is a classic album.
1: 56 Nights is a classic. Eh. <laughs> this guy is silly. I remember. I I remember
0: when it dropped. Nobody was playing it because Mm. he kept kept dropping too fast. Yeah, right. Everybody played 56 Nights. People didn't play
1: Beast Mode. They played 56 Nights.
0: My man. Yeah, they did. They didn't. Because even when DS2 came out, he thought they all thought on the label, they thought the most popular song was Trap Niggas. March Madness didn't even blow out Yeah, but March Madness didn't even blow up yet. And we know that's what the project is most famous for now yes it but is. that's what i'm saying at that time because he kept dropping the shit too fast it was hard to say it was a classic oh yeah
1: you're talking about the time shit again
0: yeah that's what i'm saying because all right Beast so your time are... point
1: is kind of a thing i get it but i get what it, you're saying because
0: but... it matters because all right monster dropped october that had a couple months and then that's what i'm saying the story behind it not just the music even the narrative of him breaking up with sierra throwaway uh all that that whole project is crazy like that let you know oh yeah even shot a bill for everything
1: to me that yeah. was slept on for a few months until like january it like, wasn't nah, it
0: wasn't beast when beast mode nah.
1: came out it's like when nah. monster finally monster got, like, was
0: this- immediate now nah, i don't know what community uh, you were in but monster was
1: immediate nigga that's how 56 nights was nah 56 56- it was.
0: Yeah. 56 nights amongst
1: future fans we loved it yeah
0: exactly amongst future i'm talking about bigger than that i'm not talking about your little bubble because real sisters
1: got big later that was like the real sisters exactly
0: yeah yeah, real sisters yeah that's on beast mode and that was on the deluxe because that was the most popular song off beast mode that yeah so that's how it was like all right for example who else like uh, how many classics does gucci
1: have You're not going to think Will Chamberlain is a classic like me.
0: I mean, it's not a real mixtape. You know, I I like the official mixtapes, not the made-up DJ compilation. And you're probably
1: not going to think Writing on the Wall is one either.
0: Maybe it is. Because that's a popular Gucci tape. But that's what I'm saying. Gucci has so much music. What makes it the classic? It's the standout tape. It's the moment. Because them niggas drop too much. How many classic tapes does Wayne have? Dedication to the Drought 3. Why? Because those things were powerful when they dropped everybody was playing it but Dwayne has a thousand mixtapes but we know the dedication to and drought three everybody knows those shits that's what makes it a classic that's why i have to look at that's why i can be i'm trying to be objective on future because i'm not going to say he has more classic albums than jay z that's that's crazy so i have to play all right if jay z has four then future can't have more than three That's how I got to look at it. And I can say, okay, maybe Kanye has the most classic albums, quote unquote, but then I have to be objective because I was like, all right, Kaz Dropout is a classic. And the people say Dark Fantasy is a classic. All right. every All his albums can't be a classic. If I had to pick one more, I would say Graduation because Graduation is, is, that's when you could tell he was the biggest rapper in the world and the Glow in the Dark tour, can't tell me nothing good life like that album is too powerful so that's why i gotta look at it like all right i can't say everything's a classic
1: that's like 808
0: 808 and 808 and heartbreak is a good album it inspired a lot of people i'm not it's not a classic
1: so real quick i that will mean that dom has a bigger classic than currency has ever had
0: uh maybe but i mean i don't know
1: Smokey Robinson, to me, is Currency's biggest one.
0: Uh, Maybe. Uh, Covert Coop was big, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's his biggest one. It dropped even on 420. That's his biggest tape. That's what made Alchemist. Even Alchemist, that's how I can tell it's a classic. When I watch an interview and the artist will say, like, yeah, these kids didn't know who I was until he said Currency made him hot. Covert Coop made everybody want to rap on Alchemist beats again. All those Mac Miller, the Little Odd Future kids, they all wanted to rap on Mac Miller beat, or sorry, on Alchemist beats because of Currency. So that's what you can see like, oh, this album was so good it inspired a younger generation of artists to mess with a legendary producer they might've not got been hip to. That's that's what I'm saying. Like it has to be a moment.
1: All right, real quick. That means Wiz only has one classic, old you know, Orange Juice.
0: Uh, I would say How Fly With Currency is a classic tape. I would also say probably uh what's that Taylor Fly- Taylor Fly- yeah Taylor Allerdyce is definitely a classic hell yeah and I would what about say Cabin maybe- Fever hell yeah that too hell yeah that oh yeah, Whoa, uh, yeah. That's yeah shut Cabin down Fever shit. was yeah that's I- what I'm saying where's that's what I'm saying it has to be a moment that's what it's about. even though
1: Cabin Fever to me has like the lowest moment out of those
0: uh Cabin Fever that tape is fire I used to play it that is. A lot. I I mean
1: I love that shit that shit is- those are some of the best Lex Luger beats ever.
0: Shout out my man, Nelson Willie. We used to ride around Norfolk bumping that tape. You know what we're talking about, I ain't. We used to be at Hampton. Hey, man, I ain't going to get you in trouble. Shout out. But yeah, man, next week we're going to break that down, man. Start thinking about what you think a classic album is, everybody out there, and you, Jamal. It's got to be bigger than the music. It has to be the moment, because everything can't just be a classic because all the songs are good. It has to be bigger than that.
1: All right, Choppers and Chopettes drop down and get y'all Eagle on. We out.